Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. That he should be excluded from any Dáil inquiry into the matter. This week, opposition TDs staged a walkout in a row over how the Cian Corla handled the matter. Well, just a few moments ago before going on air, I spoke to the Cian Corla, who's at a Dublin airport, and I asked him what his involvement was. Well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's a total misunderstanding here. My only involvement in all of this was uh, to deal with the actual debate on the terms of reference. Now, I was advised by my officials and the legal uh, people inside in Leinster House that there was a danger in if having a, a debate on the terms of reference, if there was overt remarks passed or if, you know, things were said, that because Alan Shatter has already a case pending in the courts, which is due to be heard on the 12th of April, I understand, in the High Court, that he could seek an injunction. And the choice that was left to me was, it's not my business what's in the terms of reference. That's a matter for the government. Um, my only involvement was whether, under standing orders, I would allow for the motion to be uh, put to the House without debate so that the hearing investigation can go ahead immediately or take a chance and have a debate on the terms of reference and something would happen, and we could end up in the court. OK, but, but Sean so, Barr... No, sorry, if you don't mind, I just want to explain this, because I've been misrepresented. So I took the decision, based on the advice given to me, that the best thing to do would be to uh, have the motion put to the House without debate so that the investigation could be set up immediately without any fear. And that's what's happened. And the motion was put and was passed. OK, now, let me come back in there for one moment, yeah, Sean Bard. Sure, yeah. You know and I know that not having a debate on a motion is unusual. And however you dress it up, the fact that a personal letter from Sean, uh, from Alan Chatter to you earlier this week argued that the motion would be an actual attempt by the Dáil to encroach on the function of the courts. Whatever Alan Chatter is saying, at the end of the day, it looked like you got a personal letter and you bowed no, to no, his no, wishes. No, no, that's not a personal... I got no personal letter. The letters I received was addressed to the Count Corlett. Alan Chatter wrote back in November about this matter and I didn't reply because I had no terms of reference. I've been dragged into this because this is a governmental matter, not for me as Count Corla. My only involvement is procedural. And I have a, a responsibility to the people of this country that the uh, investigation which was being set up should go ahead and uh, it's after that, it's over to the persons uh, carrying out the investigation and witnesses to deal with 
and produce the report. But the letter... But but Ken, let me come back in for one moment. Just let me come back in for a moment. There's an implication that I was influenced by some letter. I was not influenced by any letter. But at I, the end of I, the day, Ken Corda, the letter on behalf of Alan Shatter from Brian Gallagher representing um, him suggested that the debate and the motion should not go ahead for legal reasons. Yeah, but they didn't want, they didn't want the, the, any debate because they didn't want his, uh, he, his name included in the terms of reference. That was the issue that they had. But it looks that like you bowed to pressure from them. No, I certainly did not bow to pressure from anybody. Uh, and that's where the unfairness is coming in. They wanted Alan Shatter's name deleted from the terms of reference. That was a matter for the government, not for me. The, this, the, the argument about the base was simply about the terms of reference and the, um, whether the uh, dog should proceed with the investigation. That was it. And I, I took, in the interest of the public and in the interest of Parliament... I decided that on the advice I was given, that the best thing to do was to allow the motion to be put to the chamber without debate, because it was only a technical debate on the actual terms of reference, so that the matter could proceed. Now, that's all my involvement was. Letters to me are irrelevant. But did you consider, Sean, sorry, did you consider maybe telling the doll about the letter? Letters every day of the week. I, this was oh, not no. a personal. No, hold a second. This was not a personal letter to me. It was addressed to the Count Corla. It's not a personal uh, letter to Sean Barris. It was a letter to the Count Corla. But the Irish Times says solicitors asking me uh, to to to. Uh, do something that I, I had no involvement in. OK, but Sean, uh, the Irish Times... Can I just say, the Irish Times is reporting today in a personal letter to you early this the week. Mr Shatter argued that the motion unfairly. would be an actual attempt by the Dáil to encroach on the function of the courts. Is that correct or incorrect? The Irish Times have reported it correctly. The Irish Times, they were briefed by the officials inside Leicester House yesterday to clear up this matter. Because I, to be honest with you, it's grossly unfair and misleading to the public what's going on in the newspapers about this matter. Uh, attempts have been made to suggest that I was influenced in some way in the performance of my duty. That is totally and utterly untrue. No, and I hear I you, but, can, but Sean Barr, can you see you. how Please it look, would look no, wrong? I'm not interested in how it looks. I'm interested in the facts. I'm interested in going on your radio programme to tell the public that I took a decision in the interest of, their, of them, the public, so that an investigation can proceed immediately without hauling the possibility of the House of the Oireachtas being hauled up to the High Court and this matter being delayed and thousands and thousands of euros being spent on legal fees. Now, that is the simple truth. Whether people want to believe that or not, I can't do any more about it. But But I just want to let the people know what the true position, as far as I am concerned, is... Okay, but and Sean, why I took the decision. But when you have people like Alan Kelly, the deputy Labour leader, well, who was Alan part of the court, just let me just say, saying, but he, he criticised what he happened as a constitutional facts. crisis. But he said he, he didn't know the facts. And I made it clear to the Thornish yesterday that I objected to that remark. He didn't know the facts. And people are speaking without actually addressing the facts. 
And I, what I'm doing coming on this radio programme is to address the facts and assure the people that I was acting in their interest. And that's the net question. Letters to me or anybody else, I am not influenced by letters. I take decisions in accordance with the standing orders of Leinster House. And standing order 57.3 allows for what I did yesterday. And I or the other day, and I stand over that in the interest of the public. But John, in the background, when you knew, I suppose that personal letter was there, would you have been better playing no it open seen. before the door that this me, is what you I received? Not, I did not receive a personal letter. That is incorrect in the Irish Times. But so I you received not. a letter from Brian Gallagher, was it on behalf of Alan Chatter? I received a letter from a firm of solicitors addressed to the Count Call of Dolera. Not a personal letter from Alan Shatter. Okay, so and I, I really object to the manner in which this has been reported, which is obviously obviously designed to get, put me in a bad light and uh, affect the confidence in my independence as Count Corla. And that's what I'm objecting to. I'm well able to look after myself, but I don't want the, you or the public to believe that I, in some way, took a decision as Count Corla to satisfy some individual. I did not. Do you get a sense, Sean Barrett, that maybe the opposition, <clears throat> both Sinn Féin and Fianna Fáil, are in some way out to undermine you, to get you? Of course they are. Of course they are. It's perfectly obvious. Because this is no business of playing politics. This is, this is a unique situation where a deputy who was Minister for Justice, has a case pending in the High Court and who has already, through his solicitors, sought from me and from the government to have his name deleted from the uh, terms of reference. I made it known that I had nothing to do with the terms of reference as Count Corla. I just apply what's before us. That's a matter for the government. So on that one, I had nothing to do with it. Whether I didn't prevent, by the way, a debate as such. It was only the terms of reference listing out under what conditions this investigation would take place. OK, and I accept... When the, when the report is produced, there'll be the full debate okay. in the talk. Final question. I respect and appreciate the fact that you've taken this call from the airport. Are you upset or almost offended by the criticisms, criticisms of you? And there have been previous criticisms in the past few months and weeks. You know, there's an attempt at times for people to use my office, uh, you know, to, whether it's personal or wh whatever. But, uh, you know, it, I'm 30-odd years since I was elected to the Dáil. I've never seen a Count Corla being a sort of dragged into these sort of things before. People have to assume that I have some integrity and that I'm going to perform okay. my role independently and honestly. And that's what I want to assure the public, that as long as I'm there, I will uh, carry okay. out my duties independently and responsibly. And I will not be influenced by anything or anybody. OK, Sean Barrett, thank you very much for way. taking our call today and safe journey. OK, that was the camcorder speaking to me just a few moments ago. I'm now joined. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. 
Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.